Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. No games on the schedule? That doesn't stop us from talking football. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Show. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are your hosts. Past WFCA president and associate head coach at Arrowhead, Tom Swiddle. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Pick and Save WFCA Show. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host. This is our last show for the year. It's gone quick. He is the associate head coach at Arrowhead. He's Tom Swiddle. Coach, how you been? I've been great, Mike. How about you? Yeah, what a fun show. And we're not going to waste much time uh, just kind of chatting today because we got a really busy show. We're now joined by John Hoke. He is the WFCA past president and WFCA Hall of Fame chairman. John, how you doing? I'm doing excellent. Uh, hey, it's a break in the heat. I, I love it. Yeah, I, I think we all do, uh, 100%. Hey, Tom, this is a really big week, and, and uh, we want to talk about Hall of Fame selection, Class of 2022. Man, that seems weird, huh? Class of 2022. It, it sure does. And you guys, uh, we're going to announce uh, winners today, correct? We are. We're going to go through all of our um, – Award winners and the Hall of Fame class today. We're going to announce all of that. Well, let's. Uh, I don't think we should waste any time. Let's uh, let's jump jump right in if we can, Tom. And and why don't we uh, we have you start the ball rolling here? Okay. Well, I think the first thing we'd like to do is uh, just talk a little bit about the selection process for these awards in the Hall of Fame. And, and you know, with us is John Hoke, who's our Hall of Fame chairman. So. John, if, if you could just give our listeners an idea of the, the vetting process that goes into these selections. Yeah, I will, Tom. I, it's, it's been a unique thing. Uh, you know, I took over for Dick Rundle, and, uh, you know, we, we even this year we uh, added a few things that we're trying to make it better, I guess is what the best way to do it. And, uh, you know, there's a couple different ways you can get on. It usually as a high school, and that's, 
that's broken down to assistant head coaches and uh, head and assistant coaches along with college uh, level, the same scenario. We usually try to find a great college coach, which there's plenty of them, you know that, uh, out there and get that a little bit. And then uh, usually we try to find a citation award, uh, which is somebody that's done an outstanding job in football but might not be a coach. And uh, there, there's plenty of those, and we got a great one that we're inter- inducing uh, next, uh, next. I guess in 2022, is, uh, as we say, but uh, as Mike indicated, it, it has gone quick. And, uh, you know, that's kind of the categories we got. And, then, you know, eligibility, we've uh, narrowed that. This is where we made a kind of a change this past year where that you have to be um, at least 20 years as a head coach, 25 as an assistant head coach, and 30 years just as an assistant coach. Kind of put some numbers on that. And before that, it just said that they had to be coaching for at least 10 years. But we, uh, there's a, quite a few people out there at 10 years, and we know this might change as uh, football is changing and coaching is changing with having as many people not uh, stay into this profession as long as we would like or consider and uh, you know, Tom, you're one of those that just can't give it up, even though you're retired now. You, <laughs> you, you just can't quit coaching. So uh, this is my first year that I'm fully retired. And, uh, you know, football starts Monday, and I still haven't made the decision if I'm going to help. I'm going to volunteer somewhere, but I there's some things I want to do too that I don't want to give up. So yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to warn you about that, John, because I did the same thing. I volunteered and then all of a sudden I'm taking a head job. So be careful with your volunteering. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my wife will let me do that after almost 40 years of being a head coach, but you know, it's fun to have some time with her and, and that, but uh, you do have to be at least 50 years old. Every once in a while we get these great candidates and they're 47, 48 and then we get a call, and why isn't he in the Hall of Fame? Well, there's that idea of being at least 50 years old. And uh, that's probably important as, as we do it. And then we also uh, do something that when, if you, you're up for a selection for five years, and as you get to the end of the five years, we notify you and uh, the person that would be uh, nominated, and let them know that they just got to, do they want to be re up to? for another five years and um, that usually does happen so uh, we got a heck of a group of people going in again this year it's just outstanding it'll be exciting to talk to them it sure will be and you know we're going to start today we're going to get right into our award winners uh, and uh, you're no stranger to this Mike because you were honored several years ago and and so you you know what these awards are all about but let's start with our citation award um, our first person being honored today will be Dave Anderson, retiring uh, executive director of the WIAA. Yes, yeah, so Dave, Dave uh, you know, I've had a, you know, and before that time we know that Dave was involved in some coaching athletic directorship, and then he was our football uh, representative to the WIAA before becoming the executive director. He's been a great leader that we will definitely miss as far as I think, with Wisconsin football. Dave certainly is somebody that has supported football and has done a lot for the WFCA. And uh, I know we all feel really great that we can honor Dave in his retirement year. 
Um, getting into the Dave McLean Distinguished Service Award, boy, we have a great person this year in Dwayne Rogotsky. Dwayne is, uh, he does anything that you would ever ask for as far as involving football. Um, I, I, I think a neighbor, if you had a flat tire, he'd come over and fix it. You know, you have a leak in your roof. I mean, Dwayne is just one of those guys that is always there for us. He's been actively involved and, in, uh, you know, part of our, our committee to select the Hall of Fame people and uh, for many years, and he's uh, been involved uh, very heavily with uh, the All-Star game that we have uh, going on and, and just anything we ask for him down at the clinic, uh, Dwayne's there. He's, he's one of the top guys there. And, you know, he just is presently he's going through a little health issue, but uh, we wish him the best and hope that he uh, rebounds from that because we expect him to be around for a long time helping us out. Yeah, Dwayne's a former Mike, a former uh, Northern Vice President. As John mentioned, he's um, our liaison, if you will, at the uh, Oshkosh All-Star Camp. And if you can imagine that you're living in a dorm for a week, Mike, (laughs) um, many of those years were not air-conditioned. And he's just making sure that everything is is uh, running smoothly. So, um, again, a great honor for Dwayne Rogotsky and, and well-deserved. Um, we're going to get into the Marge and Dick Rundle Positive Influence of Coaching Award. And it's somebody that you know very well, Mike, Patrick Wagner of Riverside High School. Oh, that's a great one. Patrick is, is you know, he's, his name comes up and, you know, he still looks so young, you know. <laughs> I hate to say that, but he, and he's not that he's super old either, but <laughs> he's a, he's a young-looking fellow, and I expect him to, you know, uh, I don't know a lot about Milwaukee football, but I know they struggle a little bit. But Patrick's been one of the mainstays there at Riverside University High School. and uh, You know, he, he's just an outstanding uh, candidate that does a lot of things uh, for the kids in Milwaukee, not just Riverside High School, uh, the kids in Milwaukee, like the NFL Junior Player Development Program for uh, youth to help them uh, not only learn about football, but learn about life skills. Yeah, Patrick has done, as you said, uh, John, He's it's not just centering on his Riverside players, it's the entire football organization of the city of Milwaukee. He is the leader. He is the guy. He's the one that starts everything. And I, I want to tell a little story, if I could, about Patrick. His first year that he was at Riverside, um, we played them in a non-conference game, and this is when I was at Wauwatosa East. And uh, we ended up winning. I, it was like 35 nothing at halftime. I, I don't even know what the final score was. But after the game, Patrick came up to me, and he said, I, he said Coach, I want to apologize that we couldn't give you a game today. He said, we're going to work hard, and, 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 you know, we play you next year. We're going to give you a better game. I know that. Well, they certainly did. The next year we played them, we beat them 14-7. to And, I mean, in one year, the, the amount of growth that I saw at Riverside was unbelievable. And that's just to Patrick's dedication to being a, a, a great head coach and doing what's needed to be done. And he certainly has been somebody 
who has uh, stand the, the test of time in the city of Milwaukee with football. Hey, guys, I could not. I, I just love the, the selection because anybody you talk to, and I've lived in the city of Milwaukee my entire life, anybody you talk to when it comes to city football, you know, there's two coaches right now that they talk about, and Patrick is is always one of them. And it's, look, he's at every, he's at this youth game, he's at this youth clinic, he's doing this, doing this, doing this. And he, you're right, by the way, Coach, that he looks like he's, you know, he still looks like he's 28 years old. And I know he's not, but he, you know, he must lead a really good life and his wife must take good care of him (laughs) because he looks like he's about 28. But the Positive Influence Award, uh, I don't think you could have had a better selection than that. Well, thank you for that, Mike. I agree. I agree totally. It's just when you come to this uh, this uh, award, of course, it's uh, named after a great individual, Dave McLean, that seemed to uh, give a lot of things going forward. But uh, Patrick is one of the guys that stand out, not only in Milwaukee, but also in our association, too. Tom, you know that any time we have something come up, Patrick's there. He's one of the last guys to leave at the All-Star Game. Uh, on on Saturday when we have that, you know, he's always around. Yeah, very happy with that one for sure. And now, Mike, we're going to talk about a couple of individuals who are going into the National High School Athletic Coaches Association Hall of Fame. Uh, These are two guys that I don't know, but I know that uh, John knows these guys. Um, We're going to start with Len Lutke from uh, Marshfield. Yeah, Len Len, I, I ran. I remember the first time I ran into Len was when he, it was at a state playoff game that he was involved in and that we were involved in. So that was kind of kind of exciting. But uh, they uh, they Len started out his career at uh, um, at Shawana, uh, now. How do you ever say that? I they'll butcher me. There you go, Shawano uh, High School, and then he was a head coach there. And then uh, a little while later, he became the head coach at Marshfield High School, and that's probably where he's known more for. Um, you know, and, and they had some great success at Marshfield when he was there. And uh, I, I know one of the assistants uh, at Marshfield, and he always bragged up to me about, because I worked camp with him, he always bragged, me up, bragged up about how Len did it. You know, And, you know, he won three division one state championships and runner-up twice and, uh, you know, you don't do that because of luck. You do that because you're uh, hardworking and you got great assistance, and and of course you got great kids and support from the community. And uh, Len seems to have that. And I, I know he, uh, you know, I don't want to fool around a little bit, but you know, he he not only did that, but he played three sports while he was in college. I mean, not every person can do that nowadays. And I, I well even back in the 70s when Len was there. But he overall record of 136 at 44 just at uh, Marshfield, that's a great accomplishment. It sure is. And I know we're backed up against a break, Mike, but we have one more to that's put okay. in. Yep. Uh, Jerry Schleem from Milton. Yeah, Jerry Schleem came from a very small high school down by Lancaster, Blackhawk High School, who has had some success lately. And he's another one of those guys that went to college and participated in three sports, football, baseball, and basketball. Now, I, I don't know how you do that, but uh, uh, I had tough enough times just competing in one sport when I was there. 
And then Jerry went to O'Connell after that and uh, served as a coach. And, you know, he, he uh, became, uh, in four short years, he turned the program around from not usually winning to having his first conference championship in 36 years. So I know that. But Jerry's really known for Milton. Milton as a varsity head coach. You know, he had over uh, 10 conference championships. He completed in the playoffs numerous times. And he won some state championships, two of them, in 86 and 89. And, you know, he has 218 career wins. and That's quite a few uh, wins. And, uh, you know, he a two-to-one record of winning and losing. And, uh, Jerry, when you if you go to Milton and you bring up Jerry Schleem's name, uh, they, they have a story or two about him. <laughs> I'm sure they do. No doubt, guys. We're going to get to a break. We're talking to John Hoke, 39-year head coach at uh, Lancaster. You want to talk about wins, 327. 327 and 117, his record, seven state championships. And how great is it for him to be able to, to, to announce the 2022 Hall of Fame class? John, we're going to hold you over for a couple more segments. We've got a number of names to go to, but understand who we're talking to here. For the first time in 39 seasons, the Flying Arrows are going to be under different head coach. And John is trying to make a decision whether he's going to go over and volunteer some time. I think what we should do, Tom, late in the show is call Mrs. Hulk, see what she's <laughs> thinking about about all all of that. Maybe we won't. We wouldn't do that to John. We'll get to a break. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin a Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on twelve fifty AM. The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Podcast. Welcome back to the WFCA show. The Pick and Save WFCA, WFCA show presented by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin at 1250 AM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver. My co-host wow. is Tom Swiddle, associate head coach at Arrowhead. We're joined by John Hoke. He's the past president of WFCA, WFCA Hall of Fame chairman. And we're announcing the 2020 class, the Hall of Fame class. And uh, Tom, I'm going to turn it right back over to you. Thank you, Mike. We're going to reverse roles here in that uh, we're going to have John um, name the coaches, and then I'm going to do some things to highlight their careers. Excellent. So, John, we'll start with you, and we'll start with the head coaches that are going in. Yeah, we'll start with the head coaches. Uh, Matt, uh, excuse me, Mark Jonas um, from Esquivelon now, but he has had numerous um, stops along the way, and Mark was just an outstanding candidate that we had. I'm sorry, I have seven dogs. I am baby. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not a cat. Only seven? Yeah, man, you get retired <laughs> yeah, and you become seven. almost a, a cat woman, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to go put him in the bedroom. I'll be ready. No back. worries. Okay. Hey, but getting back to Mark Jonas, and Mark is one of those guys, Mike, that got nominated and was too young to go in. He had already accomplished so much before the age of 50 that uh, we couldn't put him in. But anyway, um, as, as John said, um, you know, Mark's very deserving. He's been a head coach at four different schools, Hilbert, Oconomowoc, Kakana, and Ashwabanon. And um, I, I apologize if I'm somewhat inaccurate um, in some of the things I'm going to cite here, and I've kind of estimated some things, but I'm working off a nomination form that was a few years old. That's all so right. I, I, I can't see exactly, but... Um, from I think um, Mark has had 21 years as a head coach at those schools, and I believe he has right around 150 wins. I know he had more wins after his nomination form, but Mark has won two state championships. Um, he I believe he was in 18 playoff appearances, and he won six conference championships at all the schools that he was at. He was also in 2011 – he was the head coach for the North in the All-Star game. And like many of these people that are going in, they've been very active in the WFCA. And Mark was a district rep 
for the WFCA for a number of years. So Mark Jonas going into the Hall of Fame. Not sure if our friend John is back. But well, if I, he am is, back. Okay. I am back. I am back. I'll turn it over okay. to you. I got most of the dogs put away. <laughs> when you're trying to catch like 12 of them the way you're doing, John, it's hard, man, to get 12, with seven, eight, nine dogs in a room. So who is the next uh, Hall of Fame class of 2022? Yeah, and I was going to just say something when I called Mark Jonas because I, I did want to include this at that's my it's my favorite time. My wife just loves listening to it when I call these people up and tell them they've been nominated or selected, and they love it. But Mark's back coaching, just so you guys know that. Um, volunteering and then became the offensive line coach at one of the schools, and I can't remember which one it is up there. But Man, good for him. Work. <laughs> Our next person is George Machado. Hey. Yeah. And you know George. I do. Uh, Mike. Yep. And, and George has been a head coach for 38 years, but not all of them in state. But he's well known for being the head coach at Racine Horlick and Pius 11 High School in state. So if you added up all the things that, that George has done, um, he has 106, excuse me, 176 total wins, seven conference championships, 19 years his teams have been in the playoff. He's been very involved with the WFCA as a district rep, and he was a frequent contributor to the Point After magazine, which we put out, and it's also presented at the WFCA clinic. Um, George has won multiple Coach of the Year awards, but what George is perhaps best known for is he's, he was the first coach to put the spread offense in in the state of Wisconsin. He was the first guy. And, boy, he had some offensive teams. He, he coached three all-state quarterbacks in his spread offense. Wow. That's awesome. Good for him. Our next candidate uh, is uh, Jason Pittman, who I believe we're having on later on to talk to. But, uh, Jason. Yeah, Jason Pittman from Kewaskum. Uh He's an abnormality here in that he spent his entire career as a head coach at one school. You don't see that a lot. But uh, at 16 years as a head coach at Kewaskum, Jason had 140 wins. He won eight conference championships, uh, was in the playoff 13 years. And here's something that he just didn't make the playoffs, but he won games in the playoffs. He has a 23-13 and 13 record in the playoffs. Um, he was district coach of the year three times, and he was the region coach of the year for the WFCA one time. And he was an assistant in the 2016 All-Star Game. And, and Jason has retired as football coach, but he is staying on at Kewaskum as athletic director. Yeah, he's yeah, – yeah. hey, I've, guys, I've, I've uh, been blessed to know Jason now for a while. And, uh, boy, it's really well-deserved. And, and he ran really ran a good program, and, and I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, he does an excellent job up there, and he – it was fun because we were able to. I was able to run into him. We made the selection and run into him at the All Star game, and you know, be able to sit and talk with him. It was fun to have a little personal contact when you do it instead of just a phone contact. Our next person is Rodney Wedding. Um, been to numerous schools and has turned programs around. Tom, he sure has. You know, Rodney's probably best known for his time at Bigfoot. But he's also coached at Almond Bancroft. He's coached at Beloit Memorial and is presently the head coach at Milton. 
So Rodney has 26 years in as a head coach, and he has 157 wins. Now, he had a, a streak in, at Bigfoot where they won 48 straight conference games, 48 straight conference games while he was at Bigfoot. He won nine conference championships at three different schools. So it wasn't just success at Bigfoot, but he had success elsewhere. Um, Rodney had, was in the playoffs for 15 years. He's won one state championship. He has two state runners-up. He was the district coach of the year four times and regional coach of the year um, two times, and he was um, the head coach in the All-Star game in 2014. And, John, I think you, you know this. Uh, you know, when, when Rodney was at Bigfoot, you couldn't have found a more respected program in the state. No, it, it was uh, – we were fortunate. Our enrollment was going down and their enrollment was going up. So uh, we missed playing them, uh, but I, I know that they that conference we always used to run into a variety of schools there. When you win 48 games in that league, you've done something. That is for sure. And now we're going to move into the uh, combined category where uh, coaches who have been both a head coach and an assistant coach, and we have one of those, and then we'll get to a break if we could. Excellent. Our uh, next candidate is Mike Gregory from uh, Edgerton, and, and and Mike is known probably for being, uh, it, or I should say Edgerton's probably known for uh, Mike's dad, Jack Gregory, for numerous years of coaching and in our Hall of Fame. Now Mike gets to follow his father, and uh, he's just a he- he's a great not only in uh, coaching football but also baseball. Yeah, Mike, talk about uh, being at Edgerton for a while. Um, he's, Mike was the head coach at Edgerton for 11 years, but also, as John mentioned, was an assistant there for 20. And, and Mike has 49 wins as a head coach. And I don't have – his form did not have, Mike, you know, his, his statistics, if you will, or what he was a part of, you know, as an assistant. So I don't have some of the total wins and so on, but I can tell you that Edgerton went to the playoffs 17 times and they won eight conference championships uh, while Mike has been there as both a head coach and an assistant. And um, he was both a WSA district coach of the year and conference coach of the year during his tenure at Edgerton. You know, I, I, he's also, uh, you probably know this, Mike is, he's he's in the hall of fame for baseball too. That's what he's, He's an unbelievable baseball coach, too. Yeah, and I've had a chance. My son Matthew played with his son Bryant in AAU basketball for a year, so I got a chance to hang out with him for a while. And what a great family. And, and uh, man, he just uh, a guy that really, really adores high school athletics and understands the importance of high school athletics. And it's really good to hear that Mike Gregory is going into the Hall of Fame, the 2020 class. We are uh, going to go one more segment on the other side of the break. We'll continue with John Hoke. He is the WFCA past president and WFCA Hall of Fame chairman. And uh, my co-host, Tom Swiddle, will continue talking about the, the year 2022, the Hall of Fame class for the WFCA. On the other side, this is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. 
Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to the Pick and Save WFCA show presented by Pella, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. This is always a really fun show for us. We're announcing the 2022 Hall of Fame class for the WFCA. Tom Swiddle is my co-host and we're joined for the third segment by John Hoke. He is the past president of the WFCA and Hall of Fame chairman. And, uh, hey, Tom, let's uh, let's continue and make sure that in this segment we get done and we, we announce all these guys. Yeah, we've got a few guys to go. And just something, we're going to get into the assistant coaches that are being honored, Mike, and just a theme that runs through all the assistant coaches, the longevity that they've been at their school, and in many cases, the number of head coaches they've worked with. So uh, we're going to turn it back to John, and he will announce our first uh, assistant coach. Yeah, our first one is uh, Tom Fugate, who was really uh, nominated previously, but due to the COVID, we have two of them, matter of fact, that did not want to participate this year. We felt that they still needed to be honored and given their time, time to be honored. Yeah, Tom has been at Homestead for 28 years. He coached there for 28 years, and he did it all as an assistant. He coached the freshman, he coached the JV, and, of course, the varsity. He's best known for being the D-line coach at Homestead for 19 years, and these are some of the things that were accomplished while he was at Homestead. 22 conference titles, six state championships, 23 playoff appearances, 272 victories, um, he was honored as the North Shore Coach of the Year and the District Coach of the Year in 2010, but he coached 21 all-conference defensive linemen and nine, I repeat, nine all-state defensive linemen. Wow. Wow. That's, that's just unbelievable. Uh, our next one is uh, Rick Canelli from Superior. Yeah, talk about longevity, Mike. Rick has been at Superior for 38 straight seasons, 38. Um, he's been described as uh, as doing everything possible behind the scenes to make the program run successfully there. Um, he's assisted four different head coaches. And talk about an all-around guy. He has coached every position on both sides of the ball. Now that is something that you don't see anymore, Mike, and you know that. Now we've got assistant coaches who have only coached one position, who have only coached one side of the ball. He comes from an era where you did everything. But Rick has been a part of 198 wins, one state championship, one state runner-up. And he was 31 years a coordinator at Superior, and he's also in the Superior Athletic Hall of Fame. Wow, good for him. Yeah, you know, you know, as Tom said, we're going to get uh, – you don't see many people do that much anymore. Our next individual is Paul Martin. He was one of our holders from the COVID from Wanakee. Yeah, Paul, 25 years, excuse me, of coaching football at Wanakee, and he was both the O-line and D-line coach there. Pat Rice calls him his right-hand man. So if Pat Rice calls you that, you know you're doing something right. 
And Paul has been a part of five state championships, three state runners-up, 13 state semifinalist games. Now think about that. Over half the years he's coached, they've gone to the final four in the state. 16-time conference championship, state's longest win streak at 48 games. And this blew me away. 16 years of home um, winning streak. So if in 16 years, Wanakee did not lose a home game. That's unbelievable. Wanakee has the highest winning percentage in state history. He's been a part of 251 wins, and he's won numerous Coach of the Year awards, including State Assistant Coach of the Year. And he's he's outstanding. Our next individual is Terry. I beat I beat up this name, uh, Shawble. I, I think it's Shawble at Wrightstown. Terry Shawble, okay. I believe. Um, yeah. And he was an assistant at Wrightstown for 40 years. 40 years at Wrightstown, a part of 270 wins, 15 conference championships, 27 years in the playoffs, three state championships, and 12 years as a coordinator. Now, Terry's not getting in because he's hung around for 40 years. He's gotten in because he's he's been a part of a lot of success at Wrightstown, which has been a truly, really good football program there in that Green Bay area. Yeah, it is. You always hear about Wrightstown in the playoffs. I don't know what the record is, but they don't miss it too many times. Our next individual is Scott Petruba. Yeah, Scott from Cambria, Friesland. Um, 25 years and an assistant at Cambria, Friesland. Scott has been a part of 194 wins, 14 conference championships. In those 25 years there, Cambria, Friesland has been in the playoffs 20 times. Um, Scott has been a part of one state championship team and one state runners-up team. He's been a coordinator there for 20 of his 25 years. He was a coordinator, and he was three times district coach of the year and one time state assistant coach of the year. Yeah, that's amazing. Our our next group of candidates, uh, I don't know, Tom, if you want to introduce that of what we're going to be going into. Yes, our college coaches and it's a combination of uh head assistant or both and uh these two people have uh, longevity and uh are, are real good kevin bolus who is at uh whitewater as a head coach right now after defensive coach and river falls yeah talk about a guy who's got a great uh background in in the state for for college football Kevin is four years head coach at Whitewater, and he's already accumulated 44 wins, uh, two conference championships. Whitewater has been in the playoffs, uh, NCAA playoffs, three of those years with one national runners-up. But he's almost equally known as well as being an assistant. Um, 22 years as an assistant coach at both River Falls and Whitewater. As an assistant, he was a part of 173 wins, seven years conference championship, and that includes uh, River Falls in that, um, where they won some conference championships, Um, eight years as an assistant in the NCAA playoffs, five national championships, eight years as a coordinator, and John O'Grady, somebody that uh, I I, I know I can speak for for John on this, John O'Grady, the former head coach at River Falls, who both of us really respect, just a great coach, great guy, calls Kevin 
the most loyal and trustworthy human being he knows. Wow. Well, that that's uh, that's saying something right there. He didn't say anything about him being a coach, just as a human being. I love that. Right, right, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Kevin, you know, I, I've coached him a lot of times, and I know him real well. And I was talking to him. I listened to his podcast, Tom. I don't know if you were listening to that, uh, but I, I remember a podcast just this past winter, and he said. He, he went home and he said, would my kids like to be coached the way I was coaching them? And it changed his whole way of coaching. And he said he felt better when dealing with kids. Because, you know, he used to be a, kind of a fire and brimstone type of guy. And he said, my kids wouldn't love that. I wouldn't want my kids being coached by somebody like that. And I think that's great advice for anybody listening. You know, Absolutely. how would you like your kids to be coached and coached like that? Our next candidate is Larry Terry. From uh, Lacrosse and Ripon. Yeah, Larry was a head coach at Lacrosse for 12 years and six years as a head coach at Ripon, and has a distinguished um, coaching background as an assistant at Lacrosse. When he was the head coach at Lacrosse, Larry won three WEAC titles, and they went to the NCAA playoffs four times as a head coach. And I, I can't tell you how many times uh, they went as, while he was an assistant there, because they went a bunch. To the NCAA playoffs, but I know that he won two national titles as an assistant. He finished his career as the third, um, the third in in, win, in winning games at lacrosse. So he has 65 wins that places him third in the history of lacrosse football as a head coach. He won 89 games as a head coach overall. He was WEAC Coach of the Year three times. Um, well, here we go. He was he was a part of 180 victories at lacrosse as both head coach and assistant, and was a part of 10 WEAC titles. And for most of his tenure as an assistant coach at lacrosse, he was the offensive coordinator. Excellent. Hey guys, let's go in, Mike. That's it. Hey, let's uh, if we can either uh, Tom John. Let's just quickly name each of the. Uh, each of the individuals, because we've been doing this now three segments, and people uh, come onto the show if they don't catch it right at 10 a.m., they may have missed a couple of the names. But we are announcing the 2022 WFCA Hall of Fame class, and we've got about a minute left in this segment. Um, Tom, if either you or John want to announce all the winners one last time. Okay, Dave McLean, Distinguished Service Award is Dwayne Rogotsky. The Marge and Dick Rundle positive influence of coaching Patrick Wagner. The two coaches going into the National Coaches Association Hall of Fame are Len Lutke and Jerry Schleem. And Dave Anderson is our award winner. Our head coaches going in are Mark Jonas, George Machado, Jason Pittman, and Rodney Wedig. Our combined head coach assistant, Mike Gregory. Our assistant coaches are Tom Fugate, uh, Rick Kennelly, Paul Martin, Terry Shobley, Scott Wotruba, and then our two college entries this year are Kevin Bullis and Larry Terry. There it is. Great great job, guys. John, thank you so much for coming on and giving us 45 minutes uh, to announce this year's class. Really appreciate it. Uh, good luck with your decision, whether you're going to uh, volunteer some time and get back on the field a little bit or if you're just going to take care of those 15 dogs that you've got over at, at your house. Good luck making that decision, but thank you so much for a few minutes of your time. Yeah, well, we had a rattlesnake in our backyard uh, in our new home, so... 
Maybe I'll be coaching. <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, I'd get over to the sidelines. That's for sure. We're going to get you a break. Other side of the break, Jason Pittman, retired Kewaskum head uh, football coach, going in to the 2022 WFCA Hall of Famer. We'll talk to him about his reactions of being inducted. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Football Coach Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Unbended is no way to be free. Lifting up an empty cup by our side. Well, welcome back to the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Football Coach Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. On 1250 AM, the fan, I'm Mike McGivern, co-host, associate head coach at Heartland Era, Tom Swiddle. Hey, Tom, I love doing this week's show, the the, the Hall of Fame introductions and, and talking to guys that have uh, gotten that phone call. So thank you for allowing us to do that again this time. Oh, absolutely. It is a highlight of, of, our, of our radio season, uh, one of the things that I look forward to as well. Hey, and we're joined by a guy that uh, I've gotten a chance to know pretty well, and I'm a big fan of his. He got that phone call. He's going into the Hall of Fame, the, tr- the class of 2022. He's Jason Pittman, retired Kiwaswa head coach. Jason, how you doing? I'm doing well, Mike. Thank you, and uh, thanks to Tom also. Yeah, hey, congratulations. Um, talk a little bit about when you received that phone call, the feeling that you had. Actually, mine was a little bit different situation. I was up at the All-Star game in Oshkosh. Uh, my daughter's going to be an equipment manager. She'll be a freshman this year with the UWO football program. And so she was up there helping work at the All-Star game with uh, parking lot attendant stuff. And I had told Tony Viola I'd be there, and if they needed help, let me know. So I was just kind of hanging out. And all of a sudden, Doug Sarver, I see him over by, um, over by John, and John all of a sudden comes over and, sticks his hand out and says, hey, congratulations. Uh, oh. You've been inducted to the Hall of Fame. I, just, I, I don't know, my jaw must have hit the ground. I was I just kind of in shock. Man, what a great story that is. You know, to, to, to have somebody that, that has that done in person, um, Jason, I, I congratulate you. Well-earned, well-deserved. And the fact that they were able to do that in, in person, I think, is just will be a great story for you for the, the rest of your life. Like I said, it was just—I I don't know—it's it, still surreal to me. So, it's—I I know I thank John for coming over and uh, Doug for pointing out to him that I was there. Because, uh, yeah, all of a sudden it was just like, wow, I—I I didn't know what to say. Well, again, well deserved. I echo what Mike said, Jason, and you were one of the guys that were nominated before you were 50 years old. We couldn't put you in because you were too young. Imagine that. <laughs> um, you know, but, uh, you know, you were a little different than some of the other head coaches we just talked about today in that you've spent your whole career as a head coach at one school. Talk a little bit yep. about that, because I know you probably had opportunities to move on to maybe bigger and better situations. Yeah, that's, that's always been kind of interesting. When I, when I came here, I coached junior varsity for a little while, and then I was a defensive coordinator, and we had uh, the previous head coaches teaches here and uh, helps out is a good friend of mine and when he stepped down we didn't have any teaching openings uh, really open for people even though there was a lot of applicants for the position um, I interviewed I, I you know 
given the opportunity. And, you know, yeah, I, I've had opportunities. I had a few people call every now and again, um, you know, to offer me to apply at different places. But it was also just a matter of timing with some of those, um, you know, things like uh, when the economy maybe wasn't so good, um, things like that, um, as far as, you know, my my wife and her job and being able to, to find something in that area for her. So, you know, the time was never right. Um, plus the fact, uh, ever since I came to Kewaskum, um, it's a place that felt like home to me. Um, people um, are, are good people, you know, they're hardworking, they appreciate hard work, um, they appreciate honesty. So, you know, I, the things that we've tried, tried to strive for in our program are the things that, uh, the people around here appreciate and um, they've supported us. Hey, Jason, I had the uh, the honor of uh, officiating a wedding a few months ago of one of your former um, assistant coaches. And there was a number of coaches, some guys, uh, a few of them that were standing up in that wedding, uh, Bobby Benash, and he, uh, man, there were some Jason Pittman stories going around, just so you know. Uh, you know, the, the rehearsal dinner, I got a chance to talk to a couple of these guys and, and boy, oh boy, they, man, they talked very highly of being on your staff, being part of that, that program, being part of that community. And, uh, I can tell you it was, uh, I was trying to get him to give me some dirt on you, but nobody would. I don't know why, why that is, man. <laughs> well, Bobby was one of those great ones, uh, you know, and, Obviously, you know, as, as Tom can attest, and you too, Mike, from all your coaching, this is so, so, so far from being an individual achievement. I mean, you know, my wife, my kids, they're a huge part of me being able to do it for as long as I did and still continue as an AD, you know, and all those assistant coaches, you know, from Bobby to Jason Lass, Nick Kreif, uh, Jonesy Corp over the years, you know, there's the list goes on, and, you know, um, the thing is we were able to develop that consistency and the kids could count on us and how we were going to be and then how you know they knew what they had to give to to us to be able to uh to be successful well I, hey you know, i can you know what tom i can tell you that um you know i had a chance to to get to know bobby really well and i and i know his wife even better but a lot of what we talked about um, and with me officiating his wedding, always turned into, you know, how much he misses coaching football, how, how much he misses Coach Pittman, how much he misses being part of that staff. And so when, when I knew that we were talking to Jason about being inducted into the 2022 WFCA Hall of Fame, I knew I had to bring that up because these guys, Jason, it, it, it just the stories just came back and uh, – and how much they enjoyed being part of your staff. So I, I thank you for saying, you know, it's not just you. It was these guys that 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 allowed you, you know, to coach and and do it the way that you do it. And to be inducted in the Hall of Fame, it's just not you. It's that whole group. Yeah. Well, and and you know, it goes back to the kids. You know, I always told the kids, you know, um, when it comes to to wins, I'll give you all the credit. When it comes to the losses, I'll take the heat. Because obviously I didn't, I didn't make sure we were prepared well enough, or make sure that the assistant coaches had all their ducks in a row, and you know. But I also reminded the kids the last time I dropped a pass or missed a tackle was 1987. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and you know, one of the things that most impressed me about your 
your your resume of coaching, I guess, is not only the, the years that you made the playoffs, but the success you guys had in the playoffs. I mean, with an overall playoff record of 23-13, and 13, you guys were getting deep into the playoffs most years. And, you know, then I started looking at some of the teams that, that you ultimately end up losing to, and they're the who's who's of high school football. Oh, yeah. Uh, up at the All-Star game, had a chat with Paul Nijinsky in that first big playoff run we had. We ran into Wisconsin Lutheran them down at Arrowhead, and uh, we lost 38 to 14 in the semifinals. And then I was telling Paul, I sat on the the uh, Mozanie side for the championship game, and Mozanie went up 3-0. And I was like, oh, okay, this could be interesting. And then Wisco ripped off 54, 55. <laughs> <laughs> they should have called a timeout and took a picture of the scoreboard. That's what I would have done. You know, and you also lost to like Catholic Memorial in the playoffs. Oh, I mean, you guys yeah. lost to some, you had some great teams that were certainly good enough to win state championships, but unfortunately you just always came up against, you know, really great teams. Yep, we did. You know, whether it be Wisconsin Lutheran, Bill Young, you know, he's become a friend of mine over the years. Uh, you know, great respect for him. I mean, but again, it's one of those bugaboos we couldn't get past. Uh, you know, uh, Bill Turnquist up at West Pier ended our season a couple times. You know, it, it was frustrating. You know, never got that big win, never got the chance to go to Madison, even though, you know, we felt we possibly could have come home with at least a silver ball a couple times. But, Never got that opportunity. Hey. Well, I know this, that winning a state championship, everything has to fall in place, including who you play. 100%. you play. Hey, Jason, thank you so much for a couple minutes of your time. I really appreciate it. And you know what? Well-deserved, man. Well-deserved. Congratulations from a lot of people in the football world uh, going into the 2022 Wisconsin Football Coach Association Hall of Fame. Well done. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Keep up the great work supporting uh, Wisconsin football and Wisconsin athletics across the state. You got it. That's Jason Pittman. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break. Uh, other side of the break. We're going to talk with uh, Tom Shafransky. He is the assistant director of the WIA and new committee leader for football. And we'll talk to Tom on the other side. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on twelve fifty a.m. The fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. 
Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.